everything that you've done to this point hasn't worked out yet because you haven't been walking down your purpose and your authentic truth. So that's a good thing because now the next thing for you is for the next, this is what I want you to do. For the next seven days, all I want you to do is spend 20 minutes alone for the next seven days, 20 minutes. It don't have to be in the morning, just 20 minutes alone, no music, no, no podcast, no kids, no nothing for 20 minutes a day. And I promise you at the end of that seven days, Something is going to tell you this is your lane. This is what you should be doing. And just go there. Just go to that voice that is telling you, hey, go down this lane and don't stop. Go all in. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. All right, welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, where we find dope people that did dope stuff, and today is absolutely no different. <laughs> We've got uh, a brander, a marketer, yes. but more importantly, uh, someone that speaks to the soul. Yeah. We talk right. to the person of that. You know what's so crazy? Because me and um, Ernstein, we're, she had an idea to do this event. Can I talk about it? It'll be out before. We'll have, we'll have it done before. Yeah. So... She's like, yo, we need to do an event with business people mm-hmm. that isn't about business. <laughs> you can talk about anything but business. Wow. Isn't that valuable? That's valuable. Because yeah. business people get together, we start talking about business, business. branding, things of that mm-hmm. nature, but like the, the essence of who we are gets mm-hmm. lost. And I think that's something you got to find when it comes to branding. Yeah. Would you I, agree? I do agree because your branding is... Your purpose, like your purpose in life, you got to get that out through your brand and you got to be your authentic self. And for me, I was lost for years because I was trying to be everybody else. I'm trying to be him. I'm trying to be him. That looks cool. I could do that. But then I was hollow inside. You know what I mean? So when you can have a conversation and you don't have to think about it, you don't have to manufacture something, you don't have to be like, man, should I say this? You could just speak. That's your authentic truth. And that should be your brand. That's what you should put out. Mm. <laughs> and I like how you said Okay, first off, introduce yourself because I'll get deep into the conversation. Right, yeah. So Van Taylor, um, they call me Mr. Go All In. We'll talk about that why in a minute. But you can find me on Instagram at the Van Taylor One. But yeah, man, I'm just excited to be here, man. Why do they call you Mr. Go All In? Why? Okay, you want to go right into right it. Right huh? here. We here. All right. So in 2016, I sat on the edge of my bed after 10 years of working in corporate America. My wife was pregnant. My rent was due. I had all my bills due. And at that point, I said, you know what? I ain't going back into work tomorrow. And I had to literally... Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Because you prefaced it with, you had obligations. You're I, already behind. I'm already behind. And you're saying, I'm not doing this no more? I'm not doing this no more. Yep. I slaved for corporate America for 10 years. Um, I got a lot of experience. I met a lot of cool people. But I was making these gyms. I was in the fitness industry. I was making millions of dollars. I was barely making six figures. I, was, I wasn't fulfilled inside. I was hitting my alarm clock five, six, seven times every day because I wasn't passionate about life no more. So I said, you know what? I, I, can't, I can't do this no more. So I had to make a decision to go all in on my brand, all in on my business, all in on me pursuing my truth. Here's and, my question, though. Mm-hmm. How much were you making at the time where you quit? I was making about... On average, nine to twelve thousand a month. 
nine to twelve thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. you're still behind on your bills. Not behind, but check to check because revenue is good, but then the expenses are high. You know, I'm living a lifestyle. Are you saying you're, you're like your rent was due, like the bills are coming up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not like, yeah, so rent's due, car payments are due, right? So the money's there. I had actually 20000 saved up, but the mentor I wanted at the time was 20000 So I had to make the decision, like, I'm literally, I got to just go all in. I got to give them this twenty k and not pay my rent, like literally not pay my rent and make it work. Like, I had no other choice. So that's why I said I had to go all in. I had Because I had to for myself. I don't recommend that for everybody. Because you might not be, you don't have the same story I have. You don't have the same experience I have. But I knew I had the expertise that I needed to be able to go make it happen. And I couldn't let this job, like, I couldn't have that net. Like E.T. says, no net, right? I had to take the net away. Dang. Yeah, and people think that um, financial struggle is mm-hmm. only reserved for people who make $20,000 a year, $30,000. Nah. So you were struggling at a high, it was a high level struggle. Mm-hmm. Still check to check, no matter how much money you're making. Check to check, because I'm I'm trying to, and this is not right, but I'm trying to keep up with everybody else that I see. You know, these gym owners that's making the millions, mm-hmm. right? They able to be able to go on vacations, drive, you know, seven, you know, six figure cars and do all of those things. And you were I, just working at a gym. At and I'm just, I'm just working. I had a high level position, right? On paper, right? Oh, VP, I'm over, you know, seven, eight health clubs, right? So on paper, my life's sweet, right? Mm-hmm. Oh man, you a VP, you running these gyms, you got nice. But I wasn't passionate. I wasn't passionate about what I was doing anymore. Not because I didn't like helping people. I did, but I wasn't helping enough people. Mm-hmm. I was only helping people in this narrow lane and I wasn't being fulfilled by that. Yeah. Right? So I, 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 had, I had to go all in. That's crazy. You were married? I was definitely married. Are you married now? I'm definitely married now. Okay, cool. <laughs> Same situation. Just, yeah. just checking. Yep. Yep. How did she feel about that? What was she doing at that time? She was being a mom. Um, she didn't know, I, honestly. So she wasn't working? No. Nope. Nope. I've always... My wife definitely, you know, she... she. Yes. I love my wife to death. Um, she she's definitely works because the kids, you know, she's the mother. She needs to be there for the kids, but she does her thing. She has businesses and things like that. But no, at the time, she had no income coming in because we made the decision like, hey, listen, the kids need, you know, the mom to be there. I don't want other people raising my kids mm-hmm. because we both out grinding and, and doing our thing, right? So she that is her job. And I and she she took it and she she made it happen. But she didn't know. She was pregnant after she was eight and a half months pregnant. Oh. The plot thickens. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> So there's a mentor you want, and you want to pay twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. You had twenty thousand saved mm-hmm. up. You still check the check. Mm-hmm. Bills are due. Mm-hmm. So this next check, I'm guessing, like you got to pay rent with it or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Which I didn't do. Which you didn't do. Nope, I didn't pay the rent. I didn't pay the rent. I didn't pay the car payment. I was I was behind, and I and looking back, it was crazy, but it prepared. It, it literally got me to this point talking to you because I it had to work. Like, there was no other option. Like, it, it, it had to work. And honestly, when I did that, I made that investment. In three months, I made more money in that three months than I ever made in, in my life because I took the information I had to implement. Like, I didn't sleep more than four hours a day. I got the information. I implemented it. It was hard. It was uncomfortable. And the key thing to that is I wasn't doing anything on social media. That was the thing that I had to get into because being at the gym, being in the corporate America, I didn't need to use social media. I didn't do Instagram posts. I never did a live. I wasn't on Facebook. So that's what I had to go in and learn. Mm-hmm. And it was super uncomfortable. Like, very, very uncomfortable. The whole Mr. Go All In thing makes sense now. I wouldn't have done it. 
And I admire people yeah. like you that can mm-hmm. burn the boat. So I'm so my my story on like leaving the Cheesecake Factory was I'm working my job and mm-hmm. I'm building a business until I made enough money because I was listening to Jim Rohn at the time. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, I I was making more money on my job than I was, I was making more money in my dream than I was on my job. Mm-hmm. And that's when I transitioned. So I said, you know what? That makes sense to me. Logically, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep this money until I build something that won't have me struggle because I hate pain and mm-hmm. hurt and mm-hmm. being in bad situations. I hate that. I was at the dentist yesterday. You would have thought I was, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. I was like low key. It wasn't, whi- it wasn't whining. You know what I mean? But yeah. it was like a, so I'm, I'm saying for the go all in, mm-hmm. I never really taught that strategy and I admire people who like, mm-hmm. you get so fed up and I'm working, making $30,000 a year. Yeah. So, I can't, even, I can't even imagine. And you got to walk me through this too because if I was making, you know, what you was making, mm-hmm. I think I'd have been too comfortable to leave. So here's the thing. I was too comfortable to leave for a long time, but you got to think I was 10 years into this. Mm-hmm. So I would say eight years in, I was comfortable and I was good, you know, because I was making literally, that was the problem though. I was making six figures for like eight years into it. Like, you know, mm. after the first two, I was, I've been making six figures, right? It's up and down, you know, different things, but it was basically six figures. So it wasn't, I was already comfortable. So it wasn't a point to where it was like, all right, I need to make more money because I ain't able to pay the bills or I ain't, I was able to go on vacations. I was able to buy my wife nice stuff on a birthday anniversary, drive what I want, live where I want, do the extra stuff. But then I had to look at, bro, you're not making the impact you want. Like I it literally E.T., before I ever hired him to be a mentor or anything, I just listened to his videos. You hired E.T.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the coach. No, no, no. Not at that time. No, oh, okay. no. I'm just saying, but he's he's my mentor now. But before, I did, I just listened to his videos. Mm. I was just listening to his little YouTube videos and things like that. And, like, I had to I had to listen. He was like, no net. Like, take the net away. He don't respect the dude that's at the circus walking on a tightrope, and he got a net underneath. I'm the guy with the net underneath. Yeah, I'm the dude with the net, and it's holding me back from the impact I wanted. Mm. And then I seen everybody killing it in the online space. At the time, it was in the fitness space. People was killing it in the online fitness space. And I'm like, man, I'm and I'm promoting a business that is not true to the people that's running the gym, the fitness trainers. You know fitness trainers. I see you working out. Them dudes in the gym making $20 an hour, but they they getting people major results. They changing people's lives, and they barely making $20, $25 Mm. an hour. And I'm like, I'm promoting this. I'm showing these guys that are out here, like literally coming in the gym at four in the morning, leaving at nine o'clock at night, taking a break in the middle of the day, barely making three to four thousand dollars when they're in here changing people's lives. I'm promoting this. Mm-hmm. So at a, at a time, I just said, listen, I can't do this no more. I'm selling millions of dollars worth of training. I'm getting a million dollars worth of memberships. The trainers in the gym barely making enough money to survive. The clients, they don't care if the clients get results or not. I'm promoting this. So I said, I, I can't, I can't do it no more. Mm. I, I can't because I'm, I'm the brains behind this thing. I'm the one doing the sales processes, the marketing, the branding, getting people in for, you know, closeout days and just, just running myself ragged for a system that I don't really believe in no more because the, the, the trainers ain't, they're not eating. Wow. So you quit. What do you do? I go online, right? And start coaching people how to be able to build their fitness dreams online, being able to build their fitness brands online. So the trainers that basically are in the gym making $25 an hour, I'm going to show them how to be able to build a brand and do the same thing, but do it for themselves utilizing the online platform. But before I could do that, I had to learn the online platform. That's what I was about to ask you. Like, hold on, you just left. Yeah, I I had to learn it first. Mm. 
I learned it. So I was like, okay. How long was that process? Took me about two months to really figure it out. Like, okay, cool. Online programming, online training. It's pretty much the same thing I'm doing. It's just a different systems. Mm -hmm. So I got it quicker than probably the average person would have got it because I was already doing it. I just needed to switch to the online platform. The only thing that took a little longer, it was the, the content, just producing the content. Because I'm used to getting on conference calls and speaking 100 different employees at once, you know, people from all over the world. But when you get, and that camera comes on and you got to go live or you got to shoot that video, it's like, whoa, hold on. It's different. And, I, you know, my first video, man, it was crazy. It was, I was nervous as hell. Yo, when you left, though, yeah. did you have a following? Nope. So, yo, okay. Had no so, follow. I wasn't even on Instagram. I started from scratch with nothing. So you leave. Mm -hmm. and then, at, at the point where you, like, were teaching, mm -hmm. you didn't necessarily master it or perfect no, it. No, hell no. Nah. I, 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 like, I, I'm about to go get this bag. I got to go. I got to go get it. So I did some grassroots marketing. I went to people that I knew, you know, and said, hey, listen, I'm doing this thing. I got this crazy thing. You know, and I charge them less, right? So right now, that would be a $10,000, $15,000 package. I was doing it for them for like three grand, $3,500. Some of them, I was just like, hey, listen, you're going to just pay me once you get results. Mm -hmm. So I had to just figure it out and make it happen. But I knew I had to go do that, right? I knew I had to make it happen. I sucked in the beginning. Yeah. My content wasn't good. You just go right? in. My systems wasn't in place. I was doing everything. I was doing the marketing. I was doing the sales. I was doing the outreach. I was doing everything in my business. I was a one-man show. But I had to do it to get out of my situation. So it wasn't pretty yeah. at all, by no means. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I still made more money in three months than I ever made in a three-month period working for what I was doing. Okay, and you're, you're teaching people how to brand themselves and market themselves as... Fitness as, coaches. Fitness coaches. Yeah, it was a fitness. That, I was strictly that, in the fitness lane. Is that specifically your lane now? No, it's not. I've, I've went and branched out of the fitness lane, but I started with what I knew. Mm. Fitness. I knew fitness. I knew the back of my hand. I, know, I still know it now. And I still have clients that that are in the fitness lane. But I had to branch out of that. And I made another transition about two years ago and said, you know what? Let me start helping more than just fitness coaches. And what year was this that you quit? 16. 16. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So um, so about two, three years of that? Yeah, about two, three years of that. And then yeah. you started to pivot. You, you were experiencing success with that. Uh, very, you. very successful. Yeah, very successful. That's so. a nice lane too, man, because I, I know a lot of gym, gym uh, or, or, or fitness Enthusiasts, is it? Is that enthusiasts or trainers? How would you say Tra that? Trainers. Trainers, Influ yeah. Yeah, yeah. influencers, yeah. trainers. So, but they have no idea what they're doing. They no. know how to train people. They don't yeah, know how they to don't make know money. the business side. Because, so here's the thing. And because I used to set up the, the sales process for the trainers at the gym. Trainers mm -hmm. don't want to sell. They don't want to sell. Mm -hmm. They just want to train people. They just want to get people results, right? So when it goes to the online game, they really don't want to do the content, the funnels, the, uh, all the back-end stuff that you got to do to be able to get people to, you know, the technical side. They don't want to do any of those things. They just want to train people. But in this day and age, you have to, you have to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Or you just, just think COVID. COVID happened, right? All gyms got shut down. Mm -hmm. Millions of trainers went online in the last 12 months. So what's going to make you stand out from all the other trainers out here? You better have your branding, marketing. You better be niched down. You better know your avatar. You better know who the hell you're talking to. You can't just be like, hey, I'm the weight loss guy. I can help everybody in the world lose right. weight. Hey, I'm the muscle guy. I can get everybody to, you know, build muscle. You got to niche down. Hey, I help busy professionals that's in the um, medical space be able to lose that 10 pounds that they've been holding XYZ, right? Okay. Or I help, you know, entrepreneurs that are killing it in the game, but they've lost control over their health and fitness. I help them get back on track. So you got to be able to that's niche so. down and speak specifically to who you're talking to. Because if you're just a general weight loss guy, 
everybody out there can show you how to lose weight. Anybody exactly. can do that, right? Yeah. Take a pill to do that, right? Mm. Starve yourself and do cardio for 30 minutes a day and do that. So what's going to make you the guy that people are going to want to go to? You got to have be specific on your messaging and who the hell you're talking to. And you have to let them know, hey, I'm talking to you right there. Mm. Yeah, I was trying to tell y'all in the morning meetup. Same thing. Avatar, right? Avatar. I got to ask you a question, though. Yeah. Um, this might be side note. Yeah. But is it harder to build a business or to build a a a in-shape physique? <laughs> Woo. All right. So there's variables within that. Depending I think on- it's a very clear answer. Yeah. I think it's, what do you think? What do you think? I, I mean, to build a, a it's it's hard to build a physique. It's That's hard, what I'm it's, telling it's my it's, trainer, it's, bro. It's hard to build a physique because genetics are. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Involved in that, you know, lifestyles involved in that. You know, it's a lot of different things. You know, it's not an overnight process. And you can't build a team around that. I mean, you get a trainer. No, nah, you can't. It's you. You, you, it's, you, you. it's you. It's you. You got to show up yeah, you gotta every show up. day. And you're only with your trainer, even if you're training with your trainer five days a week for an hour, you're with your trainer five hours a week. There's 168 hours in a week. So it's 163 hours that you're by yourself and you got to get it together. Exactly. Anybody disagree? <laughs> Anybody think it's harder to build a business than to build a healthy lifestyle? Yeah, I, people is fighting with me on that thing, man. Because in a business... In a business, I'm sure you'll get into it. It's it's math. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's numbers. It's it's just a whole lot of numbers. Now you have to figure out what numbers go where and mm-hmm. how many of what I have to do to get this type of result and look at the numbers and watch yeah. it. But building a business isn't. It's numbers. It's numbers. And you can have a team, and if you have a team of experts around you in your business, then it's very much easier to build your business. Mm. You can. Well, okay, let me, let me, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Now, if you got a chef, if you got doing meal prep, if you got a trainer that's waking you up in the morning, like, hey, listen, let's go, let's get, so 
there's levels to it too. So like if you if you have the income to be like, hey, you got a live-in trainer, you got a chef, you got all of those things, then I would say it's it's probably easier because you got the accountability you you structured around you. So I would say it's but, still hard though. You still you still got to eat it. You still got to work out. You still got to do the extra reps. You still got to push through. So I, I I would lean towards more building your body. It's way harder, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So in terms of building a brand, because that's where your expertise lies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are some of the um, biggest mistakes you see people doing when it comes to building a brand? All right, I'm just gonna speak to myself. The mistakes that I made, I'm gonna always bring it back to a personal story. Um, trying to emulate other people and trying to be them, mm-hmm. like you, they're them because they they're them. That's their story. That's their that's their truth. So if I go try to be, for example, we all know my man uh, Marcus, him 500. If I go try to be him, I'm gonna lose because he's already him, and everybody's gonna go to be him. To him, because right. that's already him. But if I try to be him 500 Junior, they're going to be like, nah, bro, that's, that's, that's not you. That's right. not your lane, right? So if I try to be E.T., he just said that this weekend at the conference. Hey, I had to tell people, stop watching me. Because, you were at the Formula Conference? Yeah. Oh, where? I yeah. see. A, you know, it was crazy. Was it, it, was, it was mad people yeah. there. So E.T. was like, hey, I had to tell my people, stop watching me. Because if you try to be me, they never going to go to you because they're going to always be able to just go to me. Mm. So I think for me in the beginning, I was trying to mirror, you know, other people. And I, was, I wasn't being me and authentically me. So I would say the biggest thing is building a brand. You were put on this earth to be you. So just accept it and be you. You're not going to talk like him. You're not going to dress specifically like him. You're not from where he was from. So just be you. Get your authentic truth out there. But right. How do you do that? Because in my very humble mm-hmm. opinion, amateur opinion, mm-hmm. one of the hardest things to be is yourself. Okay. It's very, very it, difficult it, being yourself. Think about all the things that we see. Mm-hmm. And if we are a product, of, I believe we're a product of our environment and it's our environment that shapes us. Mm-hmm. And if you hang around somebody, watch them long enough, you start to adopt that. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's it's necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. I don't I, I don't know. In my in my experience, I've been able to emulate some people in certain areas of my life, mm-hmm. and it worked out well. But I eventually, over a long period of time, I found my own voice, mm-hmm. and I and I began to believe that it's okay to be myself. Mm-hmm. But how would you teach somebody like the first steps of, okay, how do you be yourself? Because I think it's hard. So the first step that I had to take was start spending a long time with myself. And the thing is, if you're always around the noise, if I'm always watching you or I'm always watching other people and I'm always tuned in to what everybody else is going on, I'm going to have learned behavior that I'm going to adopt from you, from other people and things like that. And that's not a bad thing because you can, I can adopt some things from you that's very good traits that I need in my life. Mm-hmm. But if I try to be all the way you, wear my hat like that, start wearing glasses, start, you know, I got my podcast same like you, they're going to be like, oh, no, nah, bro, that's, that's, you trying to be my man over here. We're we not buying that. But there's certain habits, like you work out consistently. If I work, if I, I hang out. As far as consistent. Okay, I, you, you work out, right? My best. So if I hang around you long enough and I'll be like, man, he working out, I got to start working out. That's a good thing to adopt. Hold on real quick. Do I look yeah. like I work out consistently though? Yeah, you look like you work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Proceed. You're not Proceed. trying to be a bodybuilder though. <laughs> right, right exactly. just, But I can see and look at people and be like, okay, yeah, that dude, he works out. Mm. You know? So let, go back to your question though. So to build a brand, right? It's not about color scheme. That's, uh, 
logos and all of that, that's cool, but it's about a feeling. When you see Nike, you're like, okay, I feel like I could take over the world. I feel like, um, you know, um, I feel fly when I put on their stuff. If I go to Harley Davidson, I feel edgy. Like, you know, um, I'm someone that is, uh, goes against the status quo, right? If I get in a Rolls Royce, it's luxury. I feel like, you know, I'm, uh, um, you know, exquisite individual, right? I'm getting those type of vehicles, right? So building your brand is about a feeling. So for me, Hustler to Entrepreneur, it's about inspiring people to be you, right? Stop hustling. Stop worrying about the day-to-day, right? Be a real entrepreneur by having systems and things like that. But it's about basically showing people that they can do it, like giving people inspiration. So if you go to my page, I would assume that people leave my page from what people tell me is that I'm inspired, I feel like I can go do it. I feel like because you told me, hey, you were sitting on your bed and you was your wife was eight and a half months pregnant and you fired your boss. I feel like now I need to do more. So building a brand is Dang, about... she was eight and a half yeah, months? Golly, yeah. this sounds so irresponsible. It, it does. worked out hindsight. It, it worked out hindsight. But I, for me, I had to do it. I would never suggest someone mm-hmm. else to do it because... But that's I, you. That's me. Yeah. So for a brand, it's about how are you going to make people feel? So when I come to... Your brand, for example, and I see what you do, I, I feel like you show people what's possible no matter what type of personality type they have, whether they're an introvert, whether they're an extrovert. I feel that and see, okay, he's helping people from all different angles as far as their personality types to be able to get into this content game. Mm-hmm. So I feel that from your brand. It's like, okay, that's dope, right? So that's a feeling. It has nothing to do with your color scheme. It has nothing to do with the background of your podcast. It has to do with how you make people feel. So I feel like your brand should be, how do you want to make people feel? And you could utilize your story and experiences to do that and just be you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So what, what, are, what are the other major factors in terms of branding? One is being yourself. Mm-hmm. And I guess identifying your own unique voice, yep. which I think mm-hmm. you, you said a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, spending time with you. Mm-hmm. We never really get a chance to kind of like feast on our own brain mm-hmm. and give ourselves advice. What if I told you for $1, I will introduce you to hundreds of entrepreneurs every single morning this week from all across the country. You'll be able to talk to hundreds of entrepreneurs and I'll coach you. I'll coach you for a dollar this whole week and I'll introduce you to some of my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you would you take part in that? Well, go to themorningmeetup.com because that's exactly what we're doing here, okay? The only organization that gathers entrepreneurs every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship, okay? Every single day, Monday through Friday, we gather, we're growing, we're learning. We got a book club. Have you ever seen hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the same book every single chapter, every single day? We're growing together, okay? You need the environment to grow in. Themorningmeetup.com, a dollar. I'm gonna give you all this for a dollar. If you wanna stay, Great. It's $79 a month after that. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want. All right? Themorningmeetup.com. I'll see you in the morning. Yep. Never. I, I think it is something that is lost in this day and age because we want everything right now. We wake up. We're grabbing our phones. Sure. We, we got kids. We got a wife. The day hits us in the mouth. We got emails. We got, hey, what numbers did we do? You know, hey, how much money did I make in my sleep? You know, we, we got all those things that we're looking at, but we forget to be like, oh, shit, I got to. I got to be with me. Let me get in tune with me for at least the first 10 minutes of the day, the first 15 minutes of the day. So once I start doing that, that, it's part of my routine. Every day, I spend the first 20 minutes of the day by myself. So What does that look like? Walk me through that. So I have a room in my house that my kids don't come to, my wife doesn't come to. They know in the morning time, typically they sleep because it's like five in the morning. But I go there and I just sit and I meditate. I pray to the creator. 
and I just meditate and just sit and have my own thoughts of where I should be. And then I also visualize how I want my day to go. So mm. every interaction, I visualize how this podcast was going to go today. I visualize all the interactions that I got with my team. I visualize all this, the, the calls that I got set up. I visualize the interactions that I want to have with my kids. I see it before it even happens. And I use that 20 minutes to, to visualize every outcome that I want for today. So I feel like I'm going to the day already knowing what's about to happen. Dang, that's deep. So, I need to start doing that. Visualizing how you see the day going before the day starts to get going. That's from, um, that's from our man, um, Tony Robbins. Visualiz- visualization. So I'm sure if you type in Tony Robbins visualization, it'll come up. But I learned that from, from him. Like, he visualizes every single interaction that he has for the day before it even happens. So you going into a, to an outcome, you going into a situation already knowing the outcome. Mm-hmm. Already knowing the outcome. I'm going to come here. Dave's going to love me. His team's going to love me. And, and we're going to build a relationship. I already, I already know that. I saw that already before it even happened. Right? Mm-hmm. I saw that when I woke up this morning. I saw that a month ago when we said we're going to do this thing. I've already, I already know what's going to happen. Right? So it's the same thing like when you wake up and you know you have clients that you're going to talk to to, that, to that, that day. Maybe it's a sales call. Visualize it. Hey, I know this person needs help with this. This is where they're failing at. This is where I could help them. I'm going to visualize how I'm going to communicate this to this person. And the ending outcome is this person is going to become my client. So you come into it with certainty. That's what it's about. Basically creating certainty in your day. Mm, right? I kind of see somebody taking me to an expensive restaurant when this is over. Yep. Do you see it? Yeah, you see it? Do you, do you see that thing? Golly. No, but in, in all seriousness, people don't have vision at all. Like, they just let the, let life happen to them. Yeah, I've been there. We, we all been there. We just wake up on autopilot. Yeah. We, we all, it's not, it's hard. What I'm telling you is not easy. I fell at this probably 40% of the month. Mm. This is not something that I've been able to accomplish 100%. So let me get that out there right now. This is very difficult. When you have life hit you in the mouth, when you wake up to your phone alarm, if you're not focused, you're going to go on and do something else. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, I got a notification. Oh, I got an email. Oh, I got a Stripe account. Oh, I got this. Oh, damn, I got this going on. And then boom, you're done. That 20 minutes you were supposed to get, it's over. You didn't got into the day. It's You have to do it right it's when you exciting, wake though. up. It's <laughs> hit in the morning? Yeah, they do. When you look up and you got them notifications <laughs> on the screen, stripe, 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 it's, it's dope. But, it could throw you off because now you're going in. Oh, who who did that? Now you're checking the email. Oh, okay, cool. They signed and you're up. You're pandering to what's happening. Reaction. Reaction now. Mm. It's all reaction versus if you. This is what helps me the most when I don't have my phone next to my bed and I have it in another room. So when I wake up in the morning, automatic. Now I can go to that room I'm supposed to go to and get that 20 minutes in. Mm. Every time I go to sleep with my phone next to me and I wake up and my phone is very difficult to get out of that mode because I've lost it. And it's very, it's, here's the important thing. You got to do this at like between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. If you do this outside of that time, you're toast. Why? Because there's no hypocrites up between 4 and 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so the air is clear and the energy is good. There's no hypocrites up the between hypocrites 4 and 6 a.m. <laughs> so all the people that say they want it, they're asleep at that time because they just kind of want it. The people that really want it are going to get up and do the work. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be like Eric Thomas, 3 a.m., dude. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying between 4 a.m. and 6 a.m., birds are chirping at that moment. Mm. And if you can get in with the birds, you know you're good. 
If you up when the birds are chirping, you're good. Ain't no birds chirping after 6 a.m., 7 a.m. That's how you wake up, Joe. 7.35. Yep. Birds is not chirping no more. Yeah. It don't wake up at 5. You're at 7.30. Don't, don't try to... Yeah. <laughs> now, now this... Again, this is, this, is my, this is my routine. If you go to bed at 2 in the morning because you're a late-night guy and you're getting in work and you're getting in the grind, then you might not be able to get up don't at make 4, excuses for 5 a.m. Don't right? make excuses for him. But if you want that serenity... Just start, just do it a couple times a week and see the different feeling at 4 a.m. and 6 a.m. Just try it. And just go outside and just smell the air and just hear the, like, you. it's a different feeling. And you'll start getting in tune with what you need to do because I promise you, if you just wake up hustle bustle, even if you're successful, you could be a six-figure earner, seven-figure earner, eight-figure earner right now. I promise you, if you start getting in tune with yourself, you'll take it to that next level. So it's not just about, oh, you broke, so you waking up. No, you could be very successful right now. You could be driving a Lambo. You could have a mansion. If, but there's a next level. There's always a next level. Is that something that you teach your clients? Oh, yeah. In? Oh, yeah. Daily routines, daily rituals. Yep. Absolutely. Daily rituals are key. I don't want to be like the fluff mindset guy either because it's a lot of that out there to where I hey, just mindset and you could just you break down the world. though, bro, because <laughs> like that's where it's at. That's mm -hmm. the whole game. It's the yeah. mindset. Yeah. But because... Everybody talks about it. Yeah. It makes it, it makes the message so watered down. Yeah. But that's the answer. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that is the answer. It, mm -hmm. The whole game is played up here. It, it, it's played up here. The reason why I said it's not just fluff is because a lot of people say, hey, I can help you do X, Y, Z. But then they only talk about mindset. And then there's no applicable steps for people to get to their goals. That's why I say that. No, mm -hmm. mindset is key but it still needs some applicable steps of what you need to do to get your business to the next level. It can't just be all mindset, mm. right? Because you you can listen to Tony Robbins, bro, for free and watch his videos and get your mindset dose. Mm. Like, I, I don't need to pay someone $10,000 to hear mindset. Now, Tony Robbins came, hey, if I could sit with Tony Robbins for an 100%. hour, I, I, would, I would pay him that. But there's a lot of things out there, and I'm not telling people not to invest in courses and things like that because we all, we all have value that we give to the community, but... It has to be applicable steps because a lot of times people go and they get the mindset, but then they don't know the steps. They juiced up. They're ready to go. But then it's like, all right, I still don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So that's a problem, right? So it has to be both. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So getting into the uh, the branding piece, yeah. right? So we have, uh, we, we, we got to get clear mm -hmm. for the day. We got to start visualizing what we want out of mm -hmm. life. In terms of branding yourself, me and uh, Ernestine, we were just talking about it uh, yesterday, right? In terms of branding. How can you help someone brand themselves when um, maybe they're good at a whole bunch of stuff? Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to narrow down a brand. How do I pick something? All right. So I do a lot of stuff too. And there's a lot of people that do a lot of things. If you, I wake you up, at 2 in the morning and tell me to talk about something, what is it going to be? Me? Yeah, we could just... Oh, entrepreneurship. Okay. So I would ask the person that comes to me with five different things that they do, which a lot of times they do. They have a lot of different things they're doing, but they're not being real successful at any of them. They're just kind of all over the place. What's the thing if I wake you up at 2 in the morning that you are willing to talk about and that you don't even have to think about it and you're passionate about it? When they tell me that thing, I was like, all right, let's, let's go all in on that thing. So let's let people know that you're the GOAT at this thing right here. Once you become the GOAT at that, then anything else you come under that umbrella, they're like, okay, I'm going to listen to him because I know he's an expert at this thing. So if he's doing this thing too, I got to listen to him, mm -hmm. right? 
So, for example, Eric Thomas, number one motivational speaker in the world. Now he does the extreme execution to where he's doing the disc assessment. He helps teachers. He 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 helps. Um, he, he's doing coaching now, right? But he was first known for, man, I'm gonna get on stage and I'm gonna blaze you guys and have you ready to run through the wall. We knew him for that. But now he has all these other things that he does, and we're gonna listen to him because he was the goat at that. Right, right, right. But right, he didn't right. come in the door. Hey, I can help you with the disc. I can help you with the teachers. I can help, you know, this. If he would have came in with that, he's like, man, this, this guy's all over the place. He sounds good when he talks, but he's he was the number one motivational speaker in the world. He was killing it. Mm. And then he started doing these other things. And now we're, 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 we'll accept that and rock with him because he was already the GOAT at that one thing. Got you. So I'm your, I'm your client, right? Mm-hmm. Walk me through um, what you do for clients. All right. So, so I, I say... Yo, bro, I I want to make more money. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, uh, live out my dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to be happy, man. So I come yep. to you. Well, first off, what what do your clients come to you for? They come to me because... It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. They don't know how to use social media to be able to get their brand, their services, what they offer out to the world. They have eBooks. Yeah. They might have a course. They want, might want to start a course or a mentorship, and they don't know where to start. They don't know how to navigate the social media world. They're not getting the reach. They don't have a lot of followers, um, or they have followers, but they're not monetizing it, or they have an offer and it's not doing well. Typically, that's what people come to me for. So the first step is, and I know this sounds basic, but you'll, you'll resonate with this, is who, who are we talking to? Who's the avatar? 100%. Who, who is the avatar? I literally spent a week on that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like three calls on avatar because we can't move forward until we know who we're speaking to. And I'll give some, like, five questions of what I mean by the avatar. What is the number one problem your avatar has right now in relation to the problem that you solve? Got to be able to answer that. Explain that. So... For my credit repair people out here, people say the number one problem that my client has is they have bad credit. Um, and I tell them, hey, no, nah, that's not really it. It's, that's not the problem they have. The problem they have is they're paying high interest rates. The problem they have mm-hmm. is they're missing out on opportunities because they don't have any funding 
to be able to build or grow their business. The number one problem that they're facing is that they're renting and they can't own a home, so they're paying high, higher rents and they, they're moving consistently and their kids can't stay in the same school because right. they're consistently moving because they can't buy something. That's the real problem. And you solve all of those things. So that's an example of like the problem. Gotcha. What frustrates your ideal client the most right now, currently, relation to the problem you solve? So for me, for my branding clients, what's frustrating them is that they can't get their offer out, that they can't make the money that they want, that, they can't, that, that they're stuck at a nine to five job because they're passionate about something else, but they can't be able to get it out because they don't know how to use social media. So they're frustrated because they're stuck. Gotcha. So things like that, being able to answer those type of questions. How do you grow your social media, bro? All right, so... And do you focus on one specific social media platform? Yeah. The one that you specialize in or what? So, Instagram, Facebook. Um, we got the new platforms like Clubhouse and things like that. What I do is I'm not a growth strategist for how we can get a million followers. That's not my expertise. There's a lot of different ways, paid ways, organic ways. What I say is, I don't care about how many followers you have. I care about the impact that you're giving to the amount of followers that you currently have. That's a bar. So um, there's a lot of people out there in companies that can do growth strategies that could give a damn about your offer or your branding, or they just want to get you more followers, but that doesn't put more money in your pocket. So I have people that have 60 to 70,000 followers and they haven't hit their first 100K month. I have a guy right now that just has 2,000 followers. His Instagram got hacked four times. That just hit his first 100K month. Dang. So it has nothing to do about followers. It's about the impact that you can give to the current followers you have and how many of those followers are actually people that's rocking with you. That's your tribe. So what I say is, let's impact your first 100 people. If you can get 100 people to rock with you and buy your products and services, then you can make six figures for the rest of your life. If you can get a thousand people to rock with you and buy your products and services, you can make seven figures for the rest of your life. So my goal is to get them to that first hundred people that will buy their products and services, get them results, get testimonials from those first hundred. Then those hundred will turn into two, two to turn into four, four to eight, eight into sixteen hundred. I don't care about the amount of followers. I care about the impact you have for the followers that you do have. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So the the best way to build an income and Joe, do we have a water? You want a water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, oh, we got something to drink. Somebody, oh dang, this is so unprofessional. I know, I know you. I know you're. See, I know you're in a fitness because you have a gallon jug. Anybody that has a gallon jug around them in vicinity works out. Period. But here's, let's, <laughs> let's, not, let's not get too far <laughs> with this gallon. Alone, okay? <laughs> hey, unless he capping on his Instagram, I see him working out all the time. You see, I you, do. You see the unless he got no, saved. No, no. Right, unless so he got saved videos that he just. <laughs> no. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I go hard and then. Um, I went to Jamaica for my uh, my anniversary yeah. for a week, and that killed me. Mm-hmm. That killed. So it's been a so I'm, this is my first week back, and I'm going to the gym today. Nice. So, and tomorrow hopefully, but yeah, yo, how do you? Okay, this is a side note while we get the water. If something shakes out of my routine. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard to get the routine back, especially when it comes to the gym, because I don't like going. Mm-hmm. I don't like working out. Mm-hmm. I don't even like, I don't like how I feel when I leave. Mm. You know what I, mean? I don't like that feeling. That's weird, because some people leave be like, at least I, I like what I, how I feel when I leave. No you water. Some Coke? Oh, you don't drink Coke, do you? Not in front of people. <laughs> ginger, I'll do a ginger ale just to get my little, little, little parts, just to I'm get a sorry. little. Yeah. Uh, you just seem too fit to be offered a Coke. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. All right, but, um, yeah, man, something shakes in my routine. 
Like if I travel, mm-hmm. oh, it's so hard to get back, bro. You you know why? Because technically you're not out of shape. So you you're you're not really. If someone looks at you, they're not gonna be like, oh, that dude is super out of shape. That's a fact. So you ain't hit that point to where your back is against the wall. And I look like I work out. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? So, <laughs> so, so you so you good. You you kind of faking it to make it. And I, I I've been able to do that for a long time when it comes to the fitness side because I worked out hard for years. Years and years, I put in work. So sometimes you can be like, oh, he works out, but it's all show, no go. And I know I'm not putting in the work. So that's the thing. Until you get to a point to where you have a handle or something you don't really like, or you, somebody, and you have that moment, that mm-hmm. emotional moment, you be like, yeah. oh, no, I got to do something about this. It's going to be hit or miss. Because yeah. you ain't really decided yet that you all in on your fitness yet. Do you ever still train people? No. No? Why? I just... I know the answer, I, but... I can't commit... I, it's a commitment. When someone says they trust in you regarding their health and fitness, like your trainer, whoever trains you, they're committed to you. So I can't commit. I don't have the time to commit to people. Yeah. And, and I don't want to let them down. Yeah. Because I know if they're ready to go, I need to be ready to go to, to be on point. So if I can't show up, then I don't do it. But I do enjoy training people if I have the time. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, cool. There you go. Yeah, appreciate it. You didn't give me... Uh, oh, I got water. I'm good. <laughs> I forgot that fast because <laughs> I actually I'm a few hours behind but uh, <laughs> a whole day behind oh man yeah a, a whole, yeah leave me alone Joe okay <laughs> all right so um, in, in, I want to I want to get back to this like this branding yeah. online thing yeah. because that's been the biggest mystery so I do a, I do a content creation boot camp yeah which is phenomenal because I just see the need for people to understand how do we paint these pictures online that's going to mm-hmm. get somebody to spend some money with me. Mm. And everything we create, everything we buy, mm-hmm. somehow is derived from some content that somebody created. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, in, in, unless I was, I was in Jamaica one time and the lady was just there and I'm like, all right, I'm support. But very few times do I just buy without being influenced by some content somehow. Mm-hmm. So what tips would you give on content creation for mm-hmm. branding online? So I'm going to talk about what I believe in 100%. Story sell, mm-hmm. services don't. Story sell, services don't. Yep. Yes. So you have to be able to take your avatar. You have to be able to take a story that's real, that's connected to a life experience, that your avatar can relate to and be able to show people that not only do I know where you're, what you're going through right now, but I've been able to get out of that and accomplish this through my signature solution or whatever I do. Now people can relate to you like, oh, damn, he went through that. Damn, he was broke. Damn, he had that. Give me the edited version. Huh? Give me the edited version. Like, what do you mean? Cleaner. Oh, cleaner. Okay. Kids watch. Oh, okay. Not that that's a real bad one. Okay, I got you. So a story, right? Story sell, products and services don't. So they, you need to be able to tell a story that your avatar can relate to. So, for example, if I have bad credit and, and I— It always starts with the avatar because yes, if you don't know who you're yes, talking to. Exactly. Yeah. I have bad credit and got evicted, which is true. I've had bad credit before and I've been evicted. I get on a video and say, I was evicted from my house. It was the worst experience I ever went through. My kids had to pack up their stuff. We had to pack up and we had to go live in a hotel— for two weeks because I was irresponsible with my credit. 
Have you ever been irresponsible with your credit? Have you ever been evicted? Have you ever had a car repo? Listen, I understand what you're going through, but listen, this is what we got to do to get on track. And then I go through my signature solution. So now when someone sees that video, they're like, mm, man, if he could be vulnerable and say that he was evicted, that he, he lost his car mm. and now he has the solution. I want to listen to this guy. So now that's going to make them go to the link tree. That's going to make them click the link in the bio. Right. Versus me saying, hey, I do credit repair. Hey, I can show you how to do X, Y, Z. Um, I can get your credit score from a 600 to a 700. But I never related anything to a personal story. I never connected with them at all. I just said, hey, I'm the credit man. I can fix your credit. That's not going to make you want to buy it. There's a million other people that That's do credit. But even telling stories yeah. is art. It's a, it's yeah. a skill set. Yes. You have tips on yes. storytelling? Yes. So start with something that is a 30-second clip of your life, kind of like the story I told of me sitting on the edge of my bed needed to fire my boss. You just get a 30-second clip of your life and just start grabbing 30-second clips of your life that you could talk about, that you feel comfortable to talk about, and let's see how we can present that to your avatar in a way that they can resonate with it. So give me 10 30-second clips mm. of your life. Let's write them out, and now let's see how we're going to map that out. Are we going to do it in a reel? Are we going to do it in an Instagram you know, TV? Are we mm. going to do it in a, a Facebook Live, Instagram Live? How are we going to get this content out? But I first make them start with 10 pieces of content that are 30-second clips of their life in different stages, and we can produce content on that. And I, I know you say, well, why is everything video? I feel like video content is the best thing that you can do right now instead of picture content. Mm. I know some people will argue with me like, hey, if you're an introvert, people are not going to want to get on the camera and things like that. I try my best to get, show introverts how we can still get out of their shell and feel comfortable, but we still got to do video content because I just feel video content is, is king right now or queen because that's the, you know, the right, biggest. Right, for sure. You know. I, I think video content is important for people who can do video content. And I've... I've coached a lot of people in this space. Yeah. And some people, it's just not their thing. Mm-hmm. But there's like you, there are some pages where people can build off of um, text. Mm-hmm. So the dude, what's the name? Justin LeBoy. Mm-hmm. My man built millions of followers off of witty text. Mm-hmm. That's his lane. Um, and I don't think he's necessarily the best talker necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't think he would go as viral as he has from his videos because he doesn't post any mm-hmm. videos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I think all content, man, is it's content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether video, text, yeah. whatever. I, I think this is where I get, this is where, I, where my perspective comes from. If you want me to buy something mm-hmm. from you, mm-hmm. and especially... For the main main people, I, it's a service. Like they're mentoring someone, or they're coaching someone, or they're they're walking someone through something. I need to hear you speak because if you if I just have all these texts and I don't know your personality, I don't know you know specifically how I will relate to you. It's going to be hard for me to buy from someone that I didn't hear talk. Every mentor that I've had, I've heard them speak on video. There's not one person that I've been able to say, okay, his he got some dope captions, he got some dope texts. Let me buy his stuff just for me. And I don't, if you can go back and look at anybody that you've paid to mentor or coach you or to a course, what have all of them have video content? True. Well, are you only working with personal brands? Yeah. I got you. 
Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Because there, I, my, yeah. my next question was if if you are building a brand that's not based on a person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't work with like corporate brands or people that it has to be a person. Got, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Which so, you stay in your lane. Yeah. Stay in my lane. That's that's my lane. So some people come to me and they have products. They don't want to be the face of it. They don't want to speak and things like that. Then I will refer them to someone else. All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it, and we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're a like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay. So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is, um, the support is appreciated. Okay. Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. Mm. Gotcha. So what what are you building with your program right now? So my goal is to help a thousand people be able to hit six figures by living their truth and their purpose. So my um, mentorship is called Brand with a Purpose. So you brand with your purpose in mind of what you were put on this earth to be. Mm. So for me, it it started with fitness. Now it's helping other people be able to live their truth. I want to show people how they can have their purpose and monetize it. So basically turn their purpose and passions into profits. Got you. Got you. you know? Why a thousand? Where'd you get the where'd you get this number from? A, a thousand? thousand people making a hundred thousand. Because I feel like or six figures. I feel like for me, a hundred, I've done a hundred, and the next step is a thousand. So I've already helped a hundred people. My goal is to help a thousand people. You've helped a hundred people make six figures? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So six figures is a little over $8,800 a month consistently for 12 months. That's six figures. I've done that probably since 2019, just in the fitness lane. And now that I've branched off to helping people in the financial lane, credit, you know, um, life coaches and things like that, it's definitely doubled down. So my next goal is a thousand. Um, I've had a couple people this year hit hundred thousand dollar months. So that would be they're on track for a million dollars. So I'm just, I'm growing and scaling. I'm still, you know, coming up to the big boy league, you know? So I I ain't made it yet. I still feel like I got a lot to go. Um, I don't even call myself a guru or expert. I'm just living my authentic purpose. And whoever I feel like I can help and resonates with me, then I'm for that person. I don't need to be like the greatest or Mm -hmm. the top person. I just, I'm just staying in my lane. And whoever I'm attracted to or attracts to me, I'm rocking with them. Is there a common thread that you see amongst these people who hit six figures? Like, is there Mm -hmm. like... A certain trait that you would say, you know, they all or a good percentage of these people have this particular trait. Yeah, the people that have been able to successfully do it, they all have decided with certainty that there's no other route for them. The people that have not been able to achieve it, there's a lot of doubt. There's a lot of um, not really establishing the purpose yet. They're still trying to figure it out. And for me, I can't give you your purpose. I can I can navigate you to it, but at the end of the day, it took me, what, I'm 37 now, it took me 33 years, 34 years to say, all right, this is, 
this is my purpose. So that's why I call it brand with a purpose to get them motivated to try to search what that purpose is and let me help them pull it up. But I can't get it for them. They have to meet me halfway. And is there a way to find your purpose? Yeah, I think so. I think I think it starts. Or does with, it have to find you, kind of? Or what do I you think, think it. I think it's a combination of it. You you have to be understanding that there is a purpose for you. Some people don't even think there's a purpose for themselves. They just on this earth. So you have to know that you have a purpose, and then you have to be seeking it and say, Hey, what do I talk about with no hesitation? What am I passionate about? Mm-hmm. What do I feel really good about when I do? And I go to sleep at night, and I feel like I'm accomplishing something to humanity. What am what's authentically you know true to me? What do I feel like I don't have to fake, you know? And I think that's getting you in that lane of that purpose once you start living life like that. Hmm. Okay. What's your, like, your, your, I don't know if you talk about it, like your spiritual beliefs? Yeah, so I'm Muslim. Uh, I turned Muslim when I was 16. I grew up in a Christian household. Um, but for me, you know, I just, I just felt that that was the path for me. So it's very spiritual, you know? Um, I think all religions are spiritual, but I think you have to have some type of spiritual dynamic to to yourself to be able to find your purpose. You have to. I feel like you got to know that it's a creator. You know, the universe. You know, has something for you. So whoever that creator is, talk to that creator and say, "Listen, just just show me the way." And one thing that that I will tell people: you know, you're not working walking your purpose when everything is just not working out for you. So every t- <laughs> every time I went down a road and it didn't work out. Now that I've been able to find my purpose, it was because I wasn't in my authentic truth and I wasn't walking my purpose. So it didn't work out. It couldn't work out. It wasn't supposed to work out. Mm. I was doing amazing at corporate, but that wasn't my purpose. I was making good money. It was going amazing. I had great relationships. So I could have literally stayed down that lane and been probably over 100 gyms at this point, but it wasn't wasn't my purpose. So it didn't work out. And I I know she used the word uh, like the universe. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think I've ever, I think I talked about it one time, but what it, is the universe, like when people use that, or when you use it, mm-hmm. is the universe God or is the universe, what, like when people use that, because people use it a lot. Yeah, so I think what people are trying to be um, conscious of, people believe in different things. So when I say the universe, I'm saying God, but I don't want to. I don't want to like, distri- I don't want to like make anybody feel uncomfortable oh, with my okay. faith. So I, I know said, what, yeah, if I was yeah, God and yeah, I created some yeah. stuff, you gave credit to the, like, yeah. the universe, the, yeah. the thing that I created, yeah. like I created the universe, you yeah. said the universe yeah. did that? Nah, you bugging. Yeah. So God, basically, yeah. So <laughs> it, it, in, in essence, I'm, I'm saying God, but I like to be conscious mm-hmm. of everybody's different beliefs and things like that. And, you, you know, I, I don't put my faith on anybody else. I feel like everybody, um, whatever makes you act right and do the right thing, then you <laughs> then stay in that lane because whatever makes you a, act right. There, there's a lot of people that use religion and they're they're not good people. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Weird <laughs> stuff. Oh, man. I, and I don't want to get into all yeah. that, but like the the history of like the, the Catholic Church. Yeah. Whew, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other pot. That's a whole other <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yes. Goodness gracious. Look, man, um, did we, yo, I, I think we got into a lot today. Branding. Yeah. Um, um, kind of like some internal work. Yeah, internal work. That's where it starts. That's why it's brand with a purpose. It's internal. It's, your brand is internal. Mm. The brands that's out there that's living, that's that's that have legacy, they've they've been able to come from from the eternal. Mm-hmm. from the inside and be able to create something long-lasting. Yeah. Not no flash-in-the-pan type stuff, so. 
I think I was, and I, you know, a lot of my, I guess, I guess Ernestine is my life coach, I suppose. Yeah. I have, um, I have a challenge, and I, I love to give you, get your perspective. I don't feel a lot mm. emotionally. Mm. Now, I get it's not all right, all right. I don't need to ad libs, all right. So, but here's the thing: I am very emotional in a sense that if I'm offended, I withdraw, and that's showing. Uh, that's me being in my feelings. Yeah. If I'm offended, I'm. I'll cut you off. I'm not rocking. So that's mm-hmm. that's an emotion, or that's a, that's just me being in my feelings. Right. But I don't know if that's not. A good thing. All right, so right, when, when, when's your birthday? December 8th. All right, so you're Sagittarius. No, I'm not. No? I don't believe in it. Oh, yeah, okay. So, you're yeah, okay. I don't think... how. Okay, so you got to walk You got to walk me through that okay. and how All right, so I'm my birthday this yeah, yeah, not. Okay, so I ain't even going to go That'll be a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. So, so basically, you're a... Um, what's your... Are you a high D, C, I? What are you? High I, high, high C. High I, high C. So very analytical, very, you know... Mm-hmm. You... Okay. So for me, I'm a high D, but I'm not emotional. I'm very non-emotional either. I'm just like straightforward to the point. Let's get it done like mm. type of situation. And I could be the same way to where like if you offend me, I just like, all right, I'm just, I'm done. So it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing because- so You're a high I? Uh, medium. You're, you're adaptive drops though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it's just you, man. It's just, you know, it's not, it's not good or bad. It's just you. See, it's not good or bad. It's not good or bad. And here's the thing. Yeah. It protects me. Yeah. It protects me from being hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm like unhurtable. It's just... Now, I wouldn't say that, though. I would... Because that's a, that's a mechanism that, you know, is an, that is a high emotion. Because if you put up a wall to make it to where you just retract every time that you could be put in a vulnerable situation, then then that's, that's, that's being emotional as well. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. but I'm still... Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to hurt me to the point where I'm thinking about it and I, I can't get over it. That's never yeah. going to happen to me. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it yeah. protects me, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily good for the other people in my life. I got you. You're married, right? With kids, I right? am. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's lockdown. So you're talking about business-wise? Or I'm not. Even when, I'm, I am who I am regardless. <laughs> yeah. So if... If I, my wife says something or does something that I'm not feeling, yeah, you can't cut I'm them office. I know, but you, you I mean, you're gonna come right back though. You go, you, you, I don't know. I, I want to say come right back. Yeah. I'll come back. Yeah. I'm coming back. Yeah, you're coming back. When I, when, I, when, I, when I say, when you say cut off, I'm like, you, I feel like you mean just like I ain't dealing with you at all no more. But if you, with, oh, true. with our wives and, you know, our, our kids and, you know, mm-hmm. people that are in our lives and, you know, our close relationships, you know, emotions are gonna happen. And me, I'm a one that suppress emotions. So I'm I'm kind of like you. I just suppress everything, but that's not the best way to go either. Right, right. Because it's like you're not feeling nothing. Like it's just like you just like a brick right. wall. Like yeah, I, I'm impenetrable. That's like, how I feel on the inside. Yeah. But you know, we we gotta feel something. You know, men, we 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 were told we shouldn't cry, like we shouldn't show emotions, we shouldn't tell each other we love each other, things like that. It's like if you love this man, tell him, hey man, I love you, bro. I'm gonna see you on the next one. Like, but we that's uncomfortable. Just mm-hmm. even me saying that out, out loud, right? It's un, it's uncomfortable, right? So men, we don't, you know, we don't we don't like to feel emotion, man. But we've been taught that since youth. But that's a whole nother, like I said, a whole nother podcast. You go to therapy? Do I go to therapy? Not necessarily, but I I, I listen to a lot of um 
I read, not listen, I read a lot of books, older theology books about like mindset and emotion and like envy and jealousy and where it comes from mm-hmm. and anger and things of those nature. So I'm, I read a lot. Basically, gotcha, gotcha. You know? So like jealousy, everybody has jealousy in us. Everybody has envy. It's a trait that you have. It's like anger. You have it, but there's base levels of it. Mm-hmm. And when it becomes dangerous is when like for, if I'm envious of you because like, man, bro, you got a dope podcast. Like I envy you. Like I, this is dope. I want to have this for myself as well. The dangerous level of envy is when I say Dave shouldn't have that podcast. Mm. Like, why he got that podcast? Like, I should be in his spot. I should be doing that. Now that's dangerous level of envy. dangerous level. Right? Anger. We have a protective anger. If somebody comes into your home, you get angry and you're going to protect your family. But then there's a dangerous level of envy to where someone wrongs you and you get angry and then you go shoot them or you go do something. Now it's a dangerous level of envy. But we all have baselines of emotions that we need to have. But... It's how can we control those and, and and make it to where it doesn't get to a dangerous level of these emotions. Mm, and all that's a part of your brand. The yep. stuff that we are, the stuff that yep, we do. That's all, that's all a part of your brand. Your brand is you. Yeah. That's why I don't I only deal with personal brands because I can show you how to be the best version of you and use your experiences and, and show people those things. I can do that, but I can't do that with a product that you have no face. That's just not. Right. I'm outside of my lane now. Sure. So that's why. I like, like you'd be a dope coach. Man. Yeah. Uh, it's my, my trainer, shout out to Zeus. Our sessions are working out, but it's, we're having conversation throughout mm-hmm. the whole workout about what's going on. What's going, not even in the gym, but what's going on in my life that's causing me to look at something a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I rock with my trainer like that. That's why I'm saying I, I see that in you too, oh, in yeah. terms of, not just the, this is what you should be doing, but mm-hmm. like, let's pay attention to the client. Like, what's going on at home? What's going? Why are you thinking that? All of that. That's why I have a, um, I have a, um, a mindset portion and a portion of my program to where they have access to um, basically like a life coach. So they can, because if you don't know how to let go of pain, if you don't let, let, no, let go of trauma in your life, it's mm-hmm. going to affect your brand and how you build and how you build relationships. If you're not, if you're having problems at home, going to be hard for you to build your brand. You ain't going to want to shoot content and you're having problems at home. You're dealing with different things. So for me, I go a little bit step further than just the applicable things. I go into mindset. I go into community. Like I, I build a real community where people can actually lean on each other for support from a mental standpoint, because I know what it's like to be alone and out here doing everything yourself. Yeah. It's hard. It's stressful. It's anxiety to be an entrepreneur. It's a lot of anxiety out there. Yeah. You know, so. Tough. Yo, man. That was a good conversation. I feel like a <sighs> <laughs> like free now. Yeah. Well, um, one, I got, I got, I got to do a quick commercial. Yeah. Um, then I'm gonna come back and ask another question. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I need you to close this out with something powerful. Bet. Okay. Um, so I give you a little time to think about it. But the the this episode is sponsored as always by the Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com, themorningmeetup.com. It's the only organization that gathers every single day, Monday through Friday. Over 400 people are. Ju- Did you know we have over 400 people on a call? Every single morning, live. It's not recorded. It's not. It's recorded, so you can watch it later. But people from all across the country are joining to learn how to be better entrepreneurs. It's an amazing community. That's your brand. Yeah, it's amazing. I love morning this meetup, baby. Every day, every day, that's, Monday through that's Friday. Part of your brand. And and we have a book club, so we're all reading the same book at the same time. This year, we've read how many books, y'all? Eight. We're on number nine. Mm. I didn't read any books last year. This year alone, 
We've read eight books so far. We're on number nine as a community, not just myself. It's really, really dope. And um, you can try it out for a dollar. Just jump on one of the calls for a dollar. Just see what's happening. Go to themorningmeetup.com, dollar trial. If you want to stay, it's $79 a month. I promise you, you're probably going to want to stay. But if not, no obligation. They can just leave and uh, no hard feelings. And also, this episode is sponsored by the Content Creation Bootcamp, creatorsbootcamp.com. It is a three-day experience where we're truly, truly showing you how to create content. So I go to creatorsbootcamp.com. Mr. Taylor, man, thank you. Thank you. This was strong. We got some, I'm I'm sure we got some more uh, questions. Um, If anybody got any questions, we will line that up for... Um, our Patreon family. We got a Patreon like behind the paywall. They get extra episodes and all that kind of stuff. So go to patreon.com forward slash David Never Sleeps. Um, But thank you, man. And I appreciate you just being you. Yeah. Unapologetically you. I think in in this interview, you talked about some things you're awesome at. But you also was vulnerable to say, yo, I'm, these are things that I'm dealing with too. Mm-hmm. And I would never trust a coach that didn't have problems. Mm-hmm. There are people that are just way too perfect, mm-hmm. which means you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. I would rather you tell me what's wrong. Yeah. Tell me your flaws. Let me know that you're human like me because if you claim to not be, mm-hmm. I can't trust that. Mm-hmm. So I I think you're just a dope, dope human being. man. Sure. So... Um, one question for you. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next five to 10 years? Because I want to be able to watch this interview five mm-hmm. to 10 years from today yeah. and say, yo, man said he was going to do that. Look at him. Yeah. So I didn't touch on the philanthropy aspect of my purpose. So we're currently building a coding school in West Africa right now in what? Senegal. A coding school. You're coding. building a coding school? Yeah. Yes. For kids to be able to learn coding, medical billing. Um, building websites, Dang. things of those nature. So we, we're eradicating poverty in Africa through technology. So I've been donating Africa money to feed families for since 2016. But I'm like, all right, we're just going to keep giving them money to eat or we're going to show them how to make money so they can change the dynamics of their family. So in the next five years to 10 years, I want to be able to have I'm not even going to put a number on it, but I want to have at least five complete schools built Mm. in West Africa. Five years, five-year plan, one school a year. That's going to help at least 100 kids in each school be able to learn coding, medical billing, websites, um, to where they can now start earning income to now change the dynamics of their families, Mm. support their families and change the dynamics of what's going on in Africa. That's what I want to be in the next five years. I like that. I like that. Man, appreciate you, my brother. Um, Let everybody know how they can connect with you, how they can contact you, man. Absolutely. So Instagram is the best way, at TheVanTaylor1 on Instagram. Or you can text me, content, to 949-508-1160. And if you text me content, I'll give you a free 30-day content plan of Mm. how to be able to take your brand to the next level with 30 days of being able to produce content and speak to your ideal client who your avatar is. For the free. For the free. I love 99. It. I love it. Yeah, also, um, and I know you have a program that yeah. helps people. Is there any way, uh, I don't know what it costs, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if there's a way that Social Proof podcast listeners can pay le- less. Yes. Is there anything they can set up? 
Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. So set up a code, maybe social yep. proof, all one word? Yep. Okay. So we'll set up a code. So cool. There, there'll be a link in uh, in this description. Use promo code social proof. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the discount code is going to be, but it's going to be something. I just want to make sure y'all pay less than everybody else. Okay? So, uh, yes, Van, thank you so much, my brother. I appreciate you. Um, and close this out with a word, man. There's somebody in there trying to find their purpose, mm-hmm. trying to find what they're passionate about, their brands all over the place, going through going through the woes of life. Mm-hmm. Close this out with a word, my brother. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm going to end with this right here. Everything that you've done to this point hasn't worked out yet because you haven't been walking down your purpose and your authentic truth. So that's a good thing because now the next thing for you is for the next, this is what I want you to do. For the next seven days, all I want you to do is spend 20 minutes alone for the next seven days, 20 minutes. It don't have to be in the morning, just 20 minutes alone. No music, no, no podcasts, no kids, no nothing for 20 minutes a day. And I promise you at the end of that seven days, Something is going to tell you this is your lane. This is what you should be doing. And just go there. Just go to that voice that is telling you, hey, go down this lane and don't stop. Go all in. Go all in on that one thing that is telling you to go do over these next seven days. By day seven, I promise you for 20 minutes, that's 100. What's that? 140 minutes? 140 minutes to get to your lane, to get to your purpose, to live in your authentic truth. And I promise you, that you will get to the answer that you've been looking for for all of these years, 20 minutes a day. And that's that. There it is. <laughs> you can't close it out no better than that, man. Do me a favor, y'all. One, follow Van Taylor. Number two, I need you to get some social proof, okay? I need you to go to build something, okay? Keep the receipts. Document how you did it. Remember how you did it. Remember all the ups, downs. Keep telling your story. Go get you some social proof. Build something. But I need you to bring that information back to your community so you can tell your community how you built that thing. That's the only way our communities grow. All right? Make sure you follow Van. We are out of here. Peace. All right, we're about to uh, get into the... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.